Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Second of a back-to-back tonight for the Edmonton Oilers. They're in Chicago to take on the Blackhawks. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you on Oilers Now. Brought to you by World of Spas. Aching after a long day, World of Spas offers tubs designed with your relief in mind. Rest, recover, and relax with World of Spas, Alberta's number one swim spa dealer. Visit worldofspas.com. All right. Coming up on today's show, a complete review of last night's victory over the St. Louis Blues, a preview of tonight's game against the Blackhawks, Sportsnet color analyst Louis DeBrusque, Oilers forward Evander Kane, Colby Cohen from the Chicago Blackhawks television broadcast, and NHL insider John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling. Hope you're having a terrific Thursday. Brendan Escott is back at the 630 Chad Studios in Edmonton. Brendan, how are you doing? Things are good, Bob. Busy morning slicing up audio for the game day and looking forward to another one. What a game that was last night, Bob. Yeah, it was a good game, man. Absolutely. Two good teams, like two good teams. Both goaltenders were terrific. The Oilers had lots of opportunities early, and Stuart Skinner ultimately uh, gave Edmonton a terrific start. Here's how you get hold of us. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. Get ready to rock at the River Cree. Tom Cochran. Saturday, November the 5th. Get your tickets now at River. I'm going to miss that show because we are flying to Washington that night after the Oilers play the Dallas Stars. You can text us on the Ashley Five Floors text line at 7804960063. Get the new floors you've always wanted. 111th Avenue. Head to AshleyFineFloors.com for more information. We're on Twitter at Oilers now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer and Brendan at Brendan with two E's, S. Scott with two T's. Our top story today, brought to you daily by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Steve, Bobby, and the crew at Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, Legacy Heating and Cooling. The Oilers coming off an impressive 3-1 victory last night in St. Louis, the second of a back-to-back tonight in Chicago. As we go to our Oilers now, Audio Vault for Direct Workwear. Proud to offer on-site seams for services and embroidery. Get your workwear and have it customized all in one trip. Cam Moon with the call last night in St. Louis. From the Enterprise Center in St. Louis, Oilers taking on the Blues. What's it in front of the net? Oh, the save by Skinner sliding across as Tarasenko got his stick on it. Fogle comes down the left wing, goes in behind the Blues goal, centers it. Nurse walks in, the shot, scores! Darnell Nurse walked into the 
high slot, puts it by Biddington, and it's one nothing Edmonton. Jesse made a great uh, play in the neutral zone. I had a lot of speed and uh, tried to take the guy wide, and you know I, I felt that they were all coming to me on the far post, and uh, Nursey was just wide open, and Jesse goes to the net and he scored. Now Shen with it. He'll get it out to O'Reilly. It's shot, saved by Skinner, and rebound stopped by Skinner off of Barbashev. Tarasenko. He'll give the puck to Shen. He'll shoot. Save by Skinner. Scores. Skinner made the save. It hits somebody in front of the net and bounces in. In some skates, it gets to McDavid out of the right corner. Out to Nugent Hopkins. Scores! Great setup by McDavid. Nugent Hopkins and Hyman both going to the front of the net. Nugent Hopkins puts it home. And the Oilers have a 2-1 lead. Shot blocked as Nurse got in front of it and trying to get it out as dry suddenly will. His pass, a breakaway, the empty net. Hyman scores! Zach Hyman finds the empty net with 26.7 seconds to go as the Oilers are up. 3-1. I thought it was a tight checking game, similar to the one in Edmonton there. Um... You know, I thought uh, we did a lot of good things. I thought they did some good things. And um, ultimately, we found a way to, to make a play and, uh, and get a win. Stuart Skinner making 38 saves. That last voice you heard was Connor McDavid, who added these additional comments uh, that the Oilers were, uh, they gave one up on the PK on a bit of a lucky uh, rebound, but uh, generally speaking, were solid on the penalty kill, thanks in large part to Stuart Skinner. Sometimes your best PK has got to be your goalie, um, you know, and, and uh, you know, our PK hasn't been great. You know, we gave up a late goal there in the second, which, uh, you know, I didn't like. I was a part of that, but, um, you know, I thought uh, I thought Stewie did a great job, made some big saves, and, you know, we made it hard on ourselves there, um, you know, not getting clears and, and kind of being sloppy, but, um, you know, again, Stu stepped up. Stu stepped up. You heard it from the captain. And Stuart Skinner uh, is a fan favorite in Edmonton. He's got a huge extended family. What's not to like right now? The guy's got a 956 save percentage through three appearances this year. Oilers head coach last night after the game, Jay Woodcroft, said the Oilers have lots to build on. I think we've given up five goals in the last three games. We feel good about that. We got a great goaltending performance from Stuart Skinner. We found a way to stick with things uh, in a tough building. And, um, you know, it's a chance for us to, to build on this as we head into uh, Chicago tomorrow. And uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins scored a game winner for the second consecutive game. What's happened here, and it can't be lost, is the emergence of Ryan McLeod at third line center, his ability to transport the puck at a highly effective line with Pooley Arvey and Warren Fogle has allowed Edmonton to consistently play RNH in the top six. Ryan Nugent Hopkins has four goals in seven games to start this season. He only had 11 all of last year. Here is Woodcroft on RNH's GWG. Yeah, it's a big goal for Ryan. Uh, I think that line had numerous chances um, throughout the game um, on the power play, uh, five on five. Uh, right before that, we had hemmed that group in for a while, and uh, we stuck with it. And that's what I really enjoyed was was the fact that we stuck with it um, until they broke down. All right, uh, RNH, RNH, uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins scoring career 
goal number 200. Here's Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Obviously a lot of years. Um, some, some great great times, some uh, um, tougher years to start, but I mean, obviously just to see where we're at now and uh, um, how we played last year and uh, the tenacity and the uh, uh, the will to win every night uh, uh, we're starting to find again, and uh, I think that's going to propel us forward here. All right, well, there you go. That's about last night, which, ironically enough, many of you would remember is a film from the mid-1980s that was filmed right here in Chicago. When we come back on Oilers Now, we'll set it up tonight. We'll go back into the Oilers Now audio vault and hear from Jay Woodcroft and Warren Fogg a little bit later on, a one-on-one sit-down interview with Edmonton Oilers forward Evander Kane, and we'll get to our game day lineup report for McGuire Financial and NHL Today for Elite Promotional Marketing. Bob Stoffer in Chicago, Brendan Escott at the 630 Chad Studios in Edmonton, and you're listening to Oilers Now. I know one of the political topics that's been out there over the course of the last few days has been the fact that uh, Danielle Smith, who used to be on the Chorus Airwaves uh, prior to this show for about a, I don't know, a year plus out of both Edmonton and Calgary, uh, basically pretty much as a new premier, uh, stated that uh, she supports the idea for a new downtown entertainment arena complex in Calgary. Uh, that's great that the uh, province uh, supports that. Uh, and this is where I mentioned to you that uh, zilch, that was the amount that the province put into Edmonton's downtown and arena and ice district. So I think we'd all assume here as Edmontonians that uh, uh, whatever they put in in Calgary, uh, we're going to see directed to Edmonton as well. That kind of comes with the territory, doesn't it? Isn't that kind of how it works? Or maybe it doesn't. I don't know. We'll wait and see. Only one way to find out. 1218 at Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you to the game day lineup report. Well, we'll get to that momentarily. I want to circle back into the Oilers Now audio vault. Uh, and you can text us, by the way, 780-496-0063. Text us on the Ashley Five Floors text line. The Oilers and the Blackhawks tonight. Jay Woodcroft as we go back into the Oilers Now audio vault for direct work where I had this to say in tonight's matchup against the Blackhawks. I think where our focus right now is on our team first. Um, we're trying to build a, a connected way of playing. Um, we've seen some uh, good efforts here over the last few. Um, you know, we're building each day, but at the same time, you got to give Chicago credit for uh, their start to the season. Um, I can tell you this, that uh, we will not underestimate them heading into this game. We understand what we're in for, and um, you know. But at the same time, we feel confident that if we bring our game and our work ethic, that we'll be in a good spot. Uh, Dylan Holloway has missed the last four games with an upper body injury after he got drilled by Ilya Labushkin in a train wreck of a hit that resulted in both players missing game. Holloway's missed the last four. Uh, he was one of the few other skaters out of the ice at the United Center today. So, too, was Ryan Murray, who stayed on the ice very late. Uh, I asked uh, Jay Woodcroft on the record if we could see 12-6 uh, and six again after the last four games going 11-7. and seven. I think all options are on the board. I think the team's played very well here over the last few. We've given up five goals in three games uh, against some really good opponents. Um, we've won three of our last four. Uh, so we'll see. All options are on the table for us tonight. Um, I think it's positive anytime uh, people uh, get healthy and, and give you the ability to have those options. 
We already alluded to the fact that the emergence of Ryan McLeod and his continued progression has enabled the Oilers to play Ryan Nugent Hopkins in the top six on a consistent basis. Here's Woodcroft on a player he knows well, Ryan McLeod. He's certainly playing hard. Um, you know, I thought he really blossomed in the playoffs last year um, and down the stretch. Uh, but he skates well. I think uh, that line has been a very good hockey line for us. I think they have the elements of, um, you know, a good forechecking kind of cycle grind line. They're big. They uh, they can all skate. Um, you know, they, they've had numerous chances that haven't gone in. I was, I was pleased that that one did go in uh, for them. Um, but... But yeah, certainly Ryan is a is a driver, and um, you know he's helping make it make that line go with Fogel and Pulleyarvi. It's been a real good line for us. All right, that is Jay Whitcroft. He is the head coach of the Edmonton Oilers. Reminder: You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. And here is Whitcroft on uh, where McLeod's line mate, Yessa Pulleyarvi, is at at this time. Yeah, he should feel good about where his game's at. And I, I thought his game has been coming. Um, you know, I haven't seen anything uh, poor. In, in a, we've had this discussion over our, our first seven games. I haven't seen a ton of poor efforts. There's been moments we want to have back or stretches where we want to have back. But I think, uh, you know, everyone's working. But we're in the early forming stages of our team right now and figuring out who this year's team is and the way this year's team needs to play to have success and part of that is finding the right chemistry on forward lines i really like that line since it's been put together i feel good uh anytime they're on the ice i don't uh chase matchups because i'm worried about who's out versus who i think uh i think that line has been uh really strong and jesse should feel good about his personal game i was happy to see him get on the board last night yeah me too i mean it's uh, it's interesting with polyarby I don't know if he's going to be a consistent top six scorer. I think he can be a middle six forward. And uh, there's other elements of the game. He can get in on the forecheck, finish some hits, hunt pucks, those sort of things. To be frank with you, the Oilers' right wing between Yamamoto and Pogliarvi, neither guy has really killed it so far this season. And at this stage, Yamamoto has had more prime opportunity than yes, Pogliarvi. Warren Fogle is also on that line with Pogliarvi and Ryan McLeod. And he had these comments on what elements his line brings. Uh, you know, I think I think we're all pretty quick skaters. I think we all got size, and um, you know, I think the way Mac is just transporting the puck, it, it, it makes it a lot easier for Jesse and I as wingers uh, to you know get moving and, and you know play a North game. I think uh, us playing down low and, and playing simple has been uh, helping us uh, helping us out a lot. Twelve twenty-three, Edmonton. Let's go to the game day lineup report. Brought to you by McGuire Financial. Don't let your financial future be a mystery. For a free financial consultation, visit McGuireFinancial.ca. So again, Dylan Holloway uh, is an option for the Oilers to return, and Ryan Murray for a veteran defenseman that's going on the second of a back-to-back had an extended stay on the ice today uh, in one of the few Oilers skaters that were at the United Center. We'll operate on the. You know what? That's. Let's assume it's going to be 12 and 6. There's no guarantee. Uh, but David up front with RNH and Hyman. They have uh, been together. Connor with uh, three goals, 15 points, 14 career games against the Blackhawks. Leon Dreisettle turns 27 today. He's the second highest scoring player in the National Hockey League. 
to Connor McDavid since the start of the 16-17 season. Patrick Kane, by the way, is third. More on Kane coming up. Dry settle with Evander Kane, who we'll hear from later. And Kyler Yamamoto is yet to score a goal this year, but he has four goals in seven career games against the Hawks. Dry settle has 22 points in 18 games against Chicago in his career. The aforementioned line of McLeod, Fogel, and Pugliarvi. Sure, with Ryan, and I, we could potentially see Dylan Holloway return to the lineup tonight against the Hawks. Nurse and CeCe have been together. I think CeCe Kulak had a really impressive game last night. Uh, those guys uh, and the plus minuses, and I know it's early and everything, but uh, you know CeCe's plus five this year, playing 20-23 per game. Nurse at 23-48. Kulak's now up to plus six, and he's gotten over the yips that he had earlier in the season. So Kulak and Barry. And if Edmonton goes 11-7, and seven, it'll be Murray and Nima Linen with Bouchard. And if Edmonton goes 12-6 and six based on uh, Murray's ice time over at the... United Center today might be Niemelainen and Bouchard in the third pairing. Jack Campbell does start in goal. That's been announced. He's 3-2, and 3.62 goals against average. 8.95 save percentage. The Oilers, 8th in the league in goals for, 4th in the league in the power play, 11th in the league in shots for, but currently 27th in the league in PK. They are tied for 13th. There's six teams tied with three goals against per game. Edmonton's opponent tonight is Chicago. They're 4-2 and two in the season. Their general manager is Kyle Davidson. Their head coach is Luke Richardson. They have Domi with Athanasiu and Patrick Kane, that's their top line. They're all unrestricted free agents this year. I do expect Patrick Kane to move closer to the deadline. Tyler Johnson will not play. He was on a line with Taze and Taylor Radish, the former Erie Otter that played with Connor McDavid. Jonathan Taze, also a UFA, like Kane, likely to move. He might be the guy that moves first. He went uh, at 37 points last year in 71 games. Dickinson with uh, Kurashev and Lafferty. Uh, Jujar Akira, by the way, apparently might be moving up with Taze and Radish. And uh, yeah, uh, that's a look at their top nine. On defense, Jack Johnson, career minus 118 paired with Seth Jones who went minus 37 last year. They got Jared Tenorti, now in a six NHL team with Connor Murphy. He went minus 14 in Chicago last year. And then uh, Jake McCabe, who went minus 27 with the Hawks last year. And former Oiler Caleb Jones. Alex Stalock, who had a cup of coffee in the Oilers organization dealing with myocarditis, missed an entire season. Uh, he is uh, going to get the start as Peter Morazic is out with a injury groin injury and Stalock this year three and one at 2.09 goals against average and 928 save percentage the Hawks are at 76 million bucks so they have 6.25 million in cap space you know they're going to be eating on Kane and Taze and for that matter likely Domi and Athens you if they end up moving them uh, they've already got to Two picks in the first, second, and third rounds of the next two NHL drafts. They got Tampa's uh, number one in the next two years, courtesy of a trade for Brandon Hagel last season. So there you go. That's a complete detailed look at the game day lineup report for McGuire Financial. Uh, Chicago, by the way, 12th league in goals for, ninth in goals against, second in league on the power play, 13th on the PK. Uh, but their shot metrics are awful, which indicates that this might be a little bit with mirrors to start the year. They're uh, minus 7.3 uh, shot differential per game. That's a lot. So we'll see if that continues to... Basically, they're getting scoring from support players, and sometimes that doesn't always continue as the year goes on. We go to NHL today for our friends at Elite 
digital marketing, your local branded merchandising specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. And back at the 630 Jet Studios, here's Brandon Escott. Ten games across the league tonight. Montreal visits Buffalo. Ottawa hosting Minnesota. Vancouver in Seattle. Winnipeg gets Los Angeles on the West Coast. And the Leafs are in the Bay Area to take on San Jose. Oilers and Blackhawks is a 6.30 puck drop tonight on 6.30 Chad. The face-off show starting at 5 o'clock. Islanders have placed Kiefer Bellows on waivers. Ottawa signing former Calgary hitman captain Mark Kastelik to a two-year contract extension. Rangers have picked up uh, defenseman Ben Harper and assigned him to Hartford in the American League. Brad Marchand will make his debut tonight for the Bruins. He was recovering from off-season hip surgery until this point. Bakersfield visiting Ontario on Saturday. Oil Kings welcome the Vancouver Giants to Rogers Place for the first time since 2019 tonight. Uh, and then tomorrow, it's the Calgary Hitmen in town and the Golden Bears remaining on the road. A pair of games in Regina against the Cougars. Bears are ranked number two in the country. All right, Doomer from GP Texas says, maybe you've addressed this, maybe not, but I heard Stales and Brad Holland were scouting the Montreal Canadiens a couple days ago. Any idea what they might be looking at, or is this due diligence? Uh, it could be due diligence. I've not addressed this yet, but Montreal could be a potential off-season trade target. Oilers might could potentially be using a right shot center down the road. Montreal could use a power play quarterback on the right side in the future. But this would be an off-season deal, is my guess. I mean, I'm just, you know, this is, at this stage of the year, it's likely due diligence. Without further ado, uh, we will head off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. When we come back, for the folks at GCL Diesel, Sportsnet color analyst Louis DeBrusque, you're listening to Oilers Now.